is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys select Layton And now, your hosts, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, and Brian Broaddus. Well, we welcome you once again to the Draft Show from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. 28 days until we convene in Nashville, Tennessee, to start the process of trying to make our football team better. Brian brought us here with my scouting buddies, Dane Brugler, David Hillman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. Gentlemen, it's getting close. Slowly but surely. A couple man. weeks. I don't Hard know to how believe. that happened. I know. It sneaks up on you. I yeah. mean, I, give me another month to work on these guys. Any other month? You don't need yeah. another month. You could do it tomorrow. Well, well I, no, I could do it tomorrow, but this is a time of year where, you know, the pro day numbers are coming in. Oh, yeah. You're some looking intriguing at, yeah. guys, yeah. some athletes. You're yeah. looking at, uh, you know, guys from uh, Sam Houston State. And Did you chase that kid from Prairie View A&M the other day? Yeah, Bell. Yeah. yeah. He's, How about the tape is not as good as the workout? Yeah. Did you get that feeling? Foreseeable, because <laughs> he killed his workout. He did kill that workout. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's... This is the time of year where I literally run into schools that I've never heard of before. Alderson brought us? Yeah, there's that one. Where was I? I, had, I ran into a school yesterday. That, Ali Marpet. Right, listen to this school. Tell me if you've ever heard of this school. Southwest Assemblies of God. Who are you? I don't believe. I don't believe you. It's an NAIA school. Oh, Sagu? Sagu, yes, exactly. No, I've heard of that. I didn't yeah. know they had athletics. That's the voice <laughs> of Kent Garrison, folks. Kent, oh, like, I went to oh, a yeah. private, like... Like basically religious school growing up, yeah. so I think that's what that is. But it's, I did not know they had athletics. That surprises. It's SAGU, yeah. I know. I I looked it up and I I had to figure out what SAGU meant. But Let they me ask you this: They have a quarterback. They have a quarterback. Yeah, CJ Collins. He's all right. CJ Collins. All right. Tell me more, CJ Collins. <laughs> Let's go from this Christian school. He's a six three two ten, pretty good athlete. Uh, Transfer from somewhere. Family mission guys. I, you know, I don't. I just. I don't know the back. I just know the tape. Okay. So that's, I haven't done any background on him yet. Just no. Watch the tape. Well, I saw the numbers. Slipping, the numbers. Slipping Brugler. Yeah, I know. That's why I need another month. <laughs> I, the the tape or the numbers intrigued me, so I went and watched the tape. And you know, he's got an arm, and he can uh, make throws on the run. Uh, he's got some instincts to him. What kind of scheme? Uh, gosh, what did they run? There was a shotgun spread, a uh, little zone read mixed in there. So. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just so. It's like he's got measurables. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, he do, he looks like he'd you know be fine at uh, at a, a bigger school, but yeah. it's just you, you know you wonder why he's there. It's it's just funny because you know this time of year, I mean, you look throughout the NFL, it's full of guys from absolutely FCS, great, great stories, two. great stories. Yeah, and guys that slip through the cracks, and you know that's how priority free agents, late round guys. That's how you fill out the back end of your roster, and sometimes you hit on some of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of hit on this roster. I want to get in today a couple of different things. Of course, we're always going to have our staple, Twitter on the 20. We appreciate that. We always appreciate you getting your questions into David Hellman. I'll maybe grab a two off Periscope. Always appreciate our Periscope folks kind of following along with us, too. That's a quick way uh, to interact with us. Uh, but I want to get into a couple of different things. I want to kind of go through who potentially for the Cowboys could be there at 58. I want to talk about those names. I would like to like to kind of maybe put a little roadmap out there. Try to narrow it down a little bit. I'm going to try bit, and narrow it down a, a little bit. I'm going to try and narrow it down a little bit. I think there's a lot of people out there that are kind of throwing names, and there might be – I'm starting to see some mock drafts that people are sending me. I know you guys get the same thing with from all the fans. And you look and you're thinking, you're around early. You're around late. So I want to kind of get us some clarity, if we can, from the draft show on who might be there at 58. And if you're one of those teams – that's right around uh, when the Cowboys are, are picking there at 58. Uh, I'm talking about you, the Philadelphia Eagles at 57. I'm talking about the Colts at 59, the Chargers at 60, Kansas City at 61. You know, these are guys that you're potentially going to be looking at. So if you're a fan of one of those teams or your team is picking in that range, uh, we just want to give you a little bit of idea who you might look at. The second part of this, as we finish up this show, not tell me more or anything like that or what am I missing – but I want to get into a possibility of maybe if we don't like what we're seeing trading back. You want to do your broadest stuff. I like to do my broadest stuff where I like to— You don't to, like to pick where the league wants you to pick. I don't—I I like to pick. I Ever. like picks. Rebel. Right. But I also want to go—there's a couple of spots I would like to go to to see if you guys would be interested. And maybe after we have the conversation, 
here, we can kind of determine that, yes, we would like to move back or, no, Brian, we need to sit right where we are and need to pick these players. So there's a couple of teams, actually three teams behind you, and I'll give you a little tease. Kansas City, New England, and Arizona are three places I'm looking at right now, and I'm going to see if I can uh, convince you guys to maybe move that direction if we have to, okay? I like it. All right, Dane Brugler, mm-hmm. you've got your top 100. Mm-hmm. You've got this thing kind of wired. I'm going to have my top 50 up here pretty soon. I've got you know a lot of things that we're working on, trying to finish this thing out. Give me an idea. And we've talked about some positions that can stretch. We've talked about the defensive line position, uh, maybe the tackle, the end. We've talked about safety. We've talked about wide receivers. We potentially talked about tight ends. Let's, let's go through position by position, and let's kind of give a little cluster of names that you might have, and I'll see if we can, if you and I agree on where these names uh, need to be. Okay. Let's start with the defensive ends, if you could, at fifty-eight. Defensive ends. So, Jalen Ferguson is going to be an interesting player to watch. Okay, this is a potential Dallas thirty visit, game. right? It, so, yeah, the Cowboys have interest. Absolutely, I, they do. We've uh, that that much is clear. With Jalen Ferguson, who's the NCAA's all-time leader in sacks, we've talked about him before. A senior bowl guy, couldn't go to the combine, had a rough pro day, uh, at least in the short area. Uh, agility drills. It, because, you know, I thought he could have been a top 40, top 50 pick. Now maybe he is there at 58. And okay. I think he's somewhere in the top 75. So I think he's somewhere in that mix. I think he's going to be in the conversation of 58 for you. Uh, he's in, you know, I, I the three cones should give you pause, but yes, he's a, he's a, we he's talked a, about that last week, the right. 808. He's yeah. a speed to power guy. That's right. he's not necessarily a dip bend and go around you guys. So, you know, I, I think there's at 58, it's not bad value. Um, I, you know what? I would think that he would be there for you at 58. Cause I have a third round grade on him. Okay. So I'm, I'm thinking that you're probably what are you more straight two or two three there on that? I gave him a late two. I, okay, I have him and Collier kind of in the same. LJ okay. Collier from TCU, TCU is another name worth knowing. Yeah, probably. Well, that's, yeah. that's probably we're going to get to as next. much as we liked LJ Collier. He had his uh, at the combine. He had a seven seven one in the three cone. Right. So he he was below average as well, and that's not too far off than what Jalen Ferguson did. And, and these are he, pass rushers too. He right. hasn't had his pro day. I don't not yet. No. TCU is yeah. always like the first week in we April. Need to skate over there and eat some barbecue after that by the way i agree yeah maybe check out the pro day too yeah that's some snow. <laughs> uh so you know i think lj collier to that point is also in that mix okay. if we're talking pass rushers jalen ferguson lj collier and then if we want to you know zach allen from boston college yeah is he if we want to consider him an end over being a tackle he's kind of in that tyrone crawford mold who uh you know zach allen's was six four two eighty. yes uh 500 athlete you know not going to you know, test overly well. We right. know that, but position flex is what right, we're talking exactly. about there. Strong yeah. run defender. He's an instinctive kid. Uh, he can drop and play in space, and you know you feel okay with him. So I think those three names would be the main ones I'd be talking about. Fifty eight. Uh, Zach Allen. I have him as a solid two, mm-hmm. and then I and then now you start to look at and I, and I also have Collier right there in the two. If I had, if I had to pick a guy, okay, of the three, Ferguson, Collier, and Allen. I, and this is asking a question I probably know the answer to already. Who do you like is the best pass rusher, the pure the pure pass rusher, Dave? You have a guy in mind of those three guys that you think might be the best pass rusher of this group? I'm gonna not so much my own evaluations. I have watched him, but I just I know from doing my job that the Cowboys like Collier, right? And so I lean toward him if he's if you think he's there. That's a question for you that's what i was going to get is you know you talk about two two three yeah and we always love to say well this pick is really more like a third because it's, yeah, it's what late. it's six picks away from the end of the round no question so how realistic specifically so you're telling me specifically call your and allen you think there's a better chance that they're gone i think a better chance of ferguson probably not ferguson being gone collier it seems like to me that he would be the guy that would be gone as we talk about those teams ahead of the Cowboys picking. Uh, it's, it's tough with pass I, rushers. Yeah, you're, you look, you're looking at teams. Okay, if you look at the, the order ahead of you, Philadelphia at 53, and then you go Houston back-to-back at 54 and 55, New England now in the mix at 56, Philadelphia back at you at 57. 
those are teams that always kind of look at those mm-hmm. kind of rush guys like that. Are you saying it's different, much like quarterback, is like teams will grab these guys out of whack if they feel right. like they have to? Exactly. Yeah. And I think, okay, we've just look overall at the edge rush position. The top six guys are going to be off the board in the top 20 picks. Yeah. Bosa, Allen, Montez Sweat, Rashawn Gary, Brian Burns, Cleveland Farrell. Okay. And those six guys will be off the board pretty quickly. And then that's where it becomes a little muddy. Where's Jachai Polite go from Florida? Yeah, that's the next question I have because Polite continues to do things to not make me want to draft him. Right, and it's it's funny because I, you know, the timeline of Polite. You get excited about the tape in the fall. Talk to scouts who tell me there's some character stuff. Yeah, and I put that out there. Florida fans are killing me. Like, what are you talking about? He's never been arrested. Yeah, his teammates love him. Yeah. like and I was like, I don't know. I've just been told there's some stuff there. And since the end of the season, that's all we've seen. Welcome is to the party, right? Bumping his toe and yeah. not doing the right things, and he's overweight. He's not taking it seriously. There's immaturity concerns. So. Uh, it's anybody's guess where Jachai Polite's going to fall. I okay. mean, he could potentially be there at 58, and if that's the case, you have to. It's a Randy right. Gregory situation, well, not for I'd the same to, reasons. God, but this could kill me to say that. You know me; I like the guy that's kind of a little nuts. Yeah, you do. I don't know why, but you know what? At 58, I'd consider this guy. God, that sounds terrible to say. Polite? Yeah. Is it you're gritting your teeth, Dave? I mean, we haven't said anything good about the guy since we started doing this show. Tape's he'll be not available. Terrible. No, the tape's good. Tape's, tape's top, good. Top 15 worthy, but he'll, yeah, if he's available at 58, it's for a reason. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It's kind of like what Randy Gregory available at 60. Right. Again, different reasons why each would fall, but still, there's reasons why he would fall and reasons to be concerned. Okay. Give me a defensive tackle at 58. Well, it's funny. Uh, on my top 100 board, uh, number 58. Exactly, is Draymond Jones from Ohio State. See, now people are a little nervous about that. Why? I think he plays very high. I think he's oh, a yeah. guy, his first step is straight up upright. and then upright. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry, that's, that's bad. To Clarity. Say. Clarity. Yeah. <laughs> Clarity is always good in the war room. Uh, I think when his first step being straight up, a vertical player, but then he's so athletic to make up for that hiccup that he has in technique or a technique flaw. You know, mm-hmm. so you kind of see him get washed. Sometimes I hate that when defensive linemen get washed. I'm not really sure though how strong he is. I think he's a slippery guy. But I mean, a three technique, you know, that's what you want. You want a guy to get up the field, get in the gap. I think he can do that. Yeah, well, but I just I that, just yeah. worry about that uh, that initial step being straight up, mm-hmm. and then then that messes with your pad level. That messes with your hands. You can coach that, right? Though I, I gosh, I hope so. You know, I hope so. That's a, a, tech, a technical issue that. You know, you would hope you'd be able to coach out of him because he's a really good athlete. And even no question he, about that. And he didn't test overly well. I was surprised. No, but he's on tape. He's a you know he's a guy that in the back his background. He's a former basketball player. Um, you know, goes to Ohio State, and he was a game wrecker. Uh, you know, ask TCU fans. Oh no, they're showing day. clips of that right now. Kent Garrison all over that. If you're watching I mean, along with us, interception pick six. I mean, he was constantly in the backfield. As soon as Nick Bosa went out in that game with injury, Draymond Jones took over. So there's a lot to like about him. But again, another guy who's going to, if he's available at 58, it'll be for a reason, and it's for exactly what you said. Yeah, uh, he he plays upright. He has struggles in the run game, um, and even you know when he finds the ball in the run game. He can it's too easily blocked, yeah. And so he doesn't have the the strength to overcome that. And right. Eighteen on the bench press. Now bench press is isn't always the best indicator no. of play strength, right. but it matches up. Oh yeah, only eighteen on the bench, and you know he's not the strongest guy on the field, so it makes sense. Dave, a one or a three here? I would say three. Yeah. yeah. Which, no, no, a one or a three. If you're looking at defensive tackles for the Cowboys, three always. Okay. Like this team has made it so clear that they're not interested in investing in space eaters. And it's kind of hard to argue with them when Antoine Woods was plucked off the scrap heap and played so well. Yeah. I mean, really and they got Covington. They signed they, from the Texans. Yeah. He's going to play the one. He's got a sneaky, good resume for a yeah, guy. No that question. Plays the yeah, one. I mean, that's good. Yeah. You look at his that, you know, you're always looking at tackles Disrupted, for loss yeah. and sacks. Yeah. His numbers are pretty good for a guy that's really not asked to play that position. You know, it's the three techniques and the edge rushers that get those stats, and he was doing it as a 3-4 end. Let me ask you this, though. Lawrence from Clemson, is that a stretch at 58? And what Dave, Dave just told me is they probably wouldn't take him at 58. I think it's a stretch not only that he gets there, but yeah. also that they would want him, honestly. Yeah. Okay. So I don't you're, think you're, he's going to make it that far. You think he's in the 40 range? I, I he could go first round I mean, okay. he's, just, he's such a freak. I okay. mean, I, yeah. I, I need more production out of those guys. But Vita Vea went what thirteen overall. Thirteen, you're right. Yeah. So, and you were you were you were on Vita Vea as far as 
I'm not right. too sure of this. Yeah, I like the I like him. I like uh, no, the traits, but yeah. yeah, I need more production if right. I'm taking a defensive tackle that early. I gotcha. don't want to I don't want to backtrack too much, but I notice we didn't mention Anthony Nelson mm-hmm. out of Iowa. Yeah. Is that because we don't think he'll be there, or we don't think he's worth a pick? I think at he's. I think. I think he's more of a third round guy myself. I have a. I have a two three on him. A late two, early three. He's but, right there in that mix. Oh, so he'd be in the mix for Dane. To go back to mm-hmm. Dane's point, like yeah. if you want Anthony Nelson, you probably aren't getting him at ninety. Dane's mm-hmm. trying to tell you, you got to go around early here. I believe. Right? I actually have him above Zach Allen. Okay. So. Oh, your pet cat, mm, Zach Allen. Yeah. I think he's the pet cat of the organization. Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to seeing these 30 visits and seeing if Zach Allen's on that list. I bet he will be. Yeah, Yeah, it'd be kind of surprising if he isn't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, uh, how about the safeties? Safeties. Now, this is another one that's kind of tough because the first safety might not come off the board until, you know, after pick 25. So between pick 25 or 26 and 58, how many safeties are going to be off the board? Adderley, uh, even though he hasn't been able to work out because he's been dealing with an ankle, um, which brings up an interesting debate. Like, should he have rested the ankle and not played in the Senior Bowl? Yeah. Or should he, uh, you Give know. Give credit for playing the Senior exactly. Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. He, I thought he helped himself in Mobile. Sure. So, you know, it's it's debatable. Taylor Rapp and Jonathan Abram, two players that we know this team is, the Cowboys are interested in. I don't think either one would make it out of the top 40. 30-visit guy, though, too, both of them. Yeah. Okay, if we're going to go up in this draft, we're going to have to go up a little bit, right, to get a guy like that? Right. I actually I wrote about this like a week ago. Maybe it was two weeks ago. Is You can learn a lot by the 30-visits, but like when we when we say they do their homework, they really do. Like yeah. If you go back five years, like there's always guys on these lists that are out of their range. It, with the one exception – no, not even true because oh, – so the year they picked fourth – they brought in damn near every guy that went in the top ten. Sure. They also brought in guys that didn't go till you know the back end of the first round. Oh no, they're covering their bases. You got yeah. so yeah. you know they could be bringing in Rap and Abram fully understanding that that's a pipe dream. But you still right. want to do your homework on those guys because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, it, possible trade up target. I take either one of those cats though. Sure. Hell yeah, 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 absolutely. It, it, at any point in the second round. Yeah, I think, don't think you can go wrong with either of them. It's just after that, okay, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from Florida, Deontay Thompson, Alabama. Let me ask you this. Juan Thornhill. Okay, uh, Gardner-Johnson, did I see a tweet from you? Some of people are not sure where they're going to play him. Whether, not for me, he, no. Okay, maybe, I saw, maybe somebody was talking about that. Scouts are not sure if they're going to play him at corner or play him at, sa- at safety. See, and I, I, I'm sure there's some concern about that around the league, but I've talked to some scouts who say I don't. He, I've seen him play free safety. I've seen him play Yeah, you can watch nickel. a whole season in 2017 yeah. of him playing safety. Yeah. Would you Would you feel comfortable drafting him at 58? I would, yeah. Just on, yeah. Talent, just on talent. Yeah, on talent right. alone, absolutely. Then that's fine because this team might need cornerbacks next year anyway, and they definitely need a safety. Well, that's so a great observation. Bring him yeah. on and we'll The owner's meeting out. did some good for you. That Arizona well, air did some good for you. You're saying I wasn't smart before? I, I, I question yeah. that Appreciate sometimes, you. yeah. You and I did Just go to the same school, twenty five years apart. Though bring bring him on, and we'll figure out what to do with him later. Yeah. I'd be all, I'd be on board with that. I mean, there, there's going to be a, a glut of these safeties in that mix because I think you have like a guy like Darnell Savage from Maryland who I like him. It, it, the only thing not to like about him is really just the size. You know, he's not the biggest guy. But him, Thornhill, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's a group, there's a glut. I mean, you talk about the in the top ones: Adderley, Rap, Abram. Thompson, where's he going to go? Hopefully, Alabama. Thompson. Hopefully, he's able to run and work out. April yeah, the 2nd. wrist. The yeah. wrist has been a problem for him. And then Thornhill, Gardner Johnson, Savage. I mean, there's a good group of safeties there. I, I've got a Monty Hooker in that group too from Iowa. Oh, you do. Is is Deontay Thompson Gant from Marshall? Myself, okay. yeah. Is Deontay Thompson like the classic? Guy that gets lost in the wash, and then you know we hear his name real early because teams tend to know more about this than the media, or no, or am I giving him too much credit? Because yeah, we're I mean, I, we're not talking about him at all, and he was a guy, you know. I didn't think we were talking about Adderley enough. I know not for here, but I'm just saying I think, overall. Well, I feel like we don't talk about him because we just assume he's not right. a possibility. Yeah. Well, there was a time where Thompson, when we first got into this, there was a time where Thompson was the top guy. Yeah, I, the, think, I think media, a lot, a lot of people in the media were way too high on Thompson. Yeah. Talking about, you know, and after the first month of the season, I, yeah, he may be a top 10 pick the way he's playing, but you watch him in October and November, and he, his play clearly tailed off a little bit. So, you know, he's not a top 10 guy, but... He's still talented. Um, He's just trying to figure out what to do with him. Um, He's not the biggest guy, and that's going to be a big uh, question because he's over 6'1", only 195 pounds. Uh, What's he going to run? How's he going to test? 
Deontay Thompson is going to be an interesting one to follow because he could easily slip to outside the top 50 picks. Yeah. And if he does. Yeah, you got a decision to make right, right. there. All right, real quick, we're going to get to the wide receivers here in a couple, or for a couple minutes. Dallas bringing in Hall from Missouri. Right. Right? Bringing in another guy, too. So that's what they say. Who you got? The, the, the word on the streets, they're bringing in Debo. Okay, well, Debo, too. You're absolutely right about that. I was just... But Hall, Dane, starting to hear some whispers. Well, Hall's interesting because he's not the typical wide receiver that we thought they'd be looking for. God, he could snatch it, though. We thought they'd be looking for more of a slot guy, right? Right, right. He's more of your Z, your outside guy. Right. And like, speed to burn. I mean, right. there's no question about that. routes that. are impressive to watch. Yeah, he, he'll get behind the defense. He'll stack corners with ease, accelerate, decelerate on command. It's just with him in the biggest, and like he's a top 100 talent, yeah. no question. Right. But you just wonder, we worry about his ability to stay on the field. Yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of lower body muscle injuries, his, his groin, his hamstring, things Ugh, like that. You're killing me now, and Dane. Teams, they question his competitive toughness. You know, can he can he tough it out? And yeah. a, lot, a lot of times in Missouri, he, he wasn't able to do that. And yeah. so I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's still available on day three, if he makes it to the fourth round. But the Cowboys, if they're interested, late third, that would make some sense for them. Dave Hellman, Derek Dooley, offensive coordinator at Missouri. You think the calls are going back and forth there on this young man? I would assume so. I mean, not, he didn't leave here with bad relationships, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, with, you know, the Cowboys love to call Nick Saban to ask for his opinions sure, about absolutely. guys. So, yeah, why not give Derek but, a call? And that's what these top 30, and by the way, I hate saying top 30 because it's not top 30 players it's right. just 30 players 30 players they're yeah. 30 invite guys it's it's a chance to get to know these guys better absolutely you know, there's no workouts yeah. it's just it's literally sitting down with coaches getting to know them better talking about x's and o's but also about life and yeah. you know what, what they're all about so that's why you're bringing in a player like emmanuel hall who has some of these question marks you can get some medical stuff done you can get the interviews done you can you know throw them or show them throughout the building and just get to know the person a little Let bit him better. have breakfast with dave and i exactly <laughs> yeah yeah. Let me ask you this. Anything more other than the medical stuff that I'm worried about him? Any off-the-field stuff that I need to know about? Well, I think the off-field, it all comes into the same, like, does he care The toughness, he yeah. care, does pride. He, is he going to push himself? Is he going to be a guy that's, uh, you know, loves football enough? You know, he's a, he's a track guy. Yeah. And so does he love football enough where he's going to really push himself and uh, be a grinder? And yeah. that, that's the biggest question with him. All right. Very good. Well, I appreciate you guys all the insight right there. Okay, when we come back, we'll hit you with some t- Twitter on the 20. Stay tuned. Kaboo, Texas is three days, six stages, over 100 artists, including The Killers, Lionel Richie, Leonard Skinner, Ms. Lauren Hill, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Little Big Town, The Eight Vet Brothers, Counting Crows, Pitbull, Sting, The Black Eyed Peas, and the list goes on. Don't miss Kaboo, Texas. Single day and three day passes are on sale now. Visit KAABOOTexas.com to get your passes today. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply you want the most interesting up to the minute dallas cowboys news straight from the star in frisco how about exclusive and on command that's right news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else with our exclusive cowboys content on alexa you can have all the answers secrets stories and more what's steven jones thinking during a game what's joe looney's favorite pregame meal we take your questions to cowboys players and coaches and you can hear the answers directly back to you just say alexa Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are a American made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. 
And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Everyone, it's Ed K.O., co-founder of The Draft Show, and it's time... For Twitter on the 20. Twitter on the 20. Thank. Take it away. Oh, I always cut him off. I'm so sorry, Eddie. Thank you so much. Real quick, I want to say hello out there again to all the people on Periscope. And I also want to say hello to our buddy or scouting buddy, Stephen Thomas, who's listening to us in Paris, France right now. Good to have you on board, Steve. As always. And we always appreciate all our friends overseas as well and everybody around the world. So. Yeah, thanks, Chuck. And Kelsey, too. Go for it, David Hillman. All right, we'll start. We'll jump right in with, well, it's not It's not really news. It's what we would call fake news uh, from <laughs> MD. He says, with the trade rumors involving Byron Jones and Jordan Lewis, is yeah. there a cornerback in the draft that Dallas would be eyeing? What would compensation be for either of those two players? Can they afford to pay Byron next year? Which, I, yeah, and I and I, to be honest with you, uh, the trade rumors are false. You're they, abs- absolutely those right. Those rumors are bupkis. Yeah, there's there were a couple rumors that Byron Jones was on the block, and then also that Jordan Lewis was on the block as well. I will just in the interest of making interesting radio, though, like teams lie, and yeah. just because he's, I mean, that could be completely false today yeah. and could be completely true two days before the draft. Right. I don't really buy it. Right now, they're not on the trading block. Right. Put it that way. Yeah. yeah. I don't really buy it. I, I don't. To answer the question, like I don't yeah. like, what are you going to get for Jordan Lewis? Really, no offense to him, but again, like players lose value as soon as they turn into players instead of draft picks. Pick right. one forty. You get from Arizona nothing. Fifth round, fifth round pick for yeah. Jordan Lewis. Would you do that? Well, if you're not going to use him, yeah, you know. What I about mean, Byron? See, I wonder if you could get uh, maybe a second round pick. Yeah, I think that would be more more down line because you got some flexibility if you if people think they've seen him play corner, they've seen him play safety. You know, maybe it's an opportunity to add a guy that, you know, if you feel like that, but, but we keep talking, Dane just did a great job of, of telling me, Hey, there's plenty of safeties there. And if we got to it, he would tell me there's plenty of corners there too. Yeah. That's the problem you run into. And strikes me as a trade that you wouldn't do before the draft, because then you're basically saying we're drafting a corner where we yeah. have to have a cornerback yeah. and yeah. that doesn't seem smart, but you used the word sneaky. Just it's to, a sneaky need. It's a sneaky need. Steven Jones, he told Steven Jones told us at the combine, he goes, corner is a sneaky need for this football team. Anthony Brown's out of contract next year. So is Byron. As of right now, I wonder if they'll have the money to pay Byron when it's all said and done with all these other contracts. They no question. Do. No question. There's also, you know, you get Chris Richard sneaking out, working guys out, you know, worked out Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, Joe Williams. Joe Williams. Okay, uh, you guys know it. I love a segue. Paul says, "I know cornerback is a sneaky need. <laughs> Would you take one at fifty-eight? And if so, who you like?" Which, See, that's that's one of the ones we didn't dive into. Well, because right. it's not it's not that it's not flashing like a neon sign. Like they right. need one, they need one, but they they could. All right, you got to kind of think of traits, right, Dane? Fifty-eight feels rich for me. At, to take a cornerback, even knowing especially that it's when a there's need. a bunch of guys stacked in there in the third round, you kind of like too, right? I don't see corner might be the most appealing though, just from a who's their standpoint. You know, like they might yeah. get they're probably get wiped out at safety. Yeah, might get wiped out. Talk about the defensive lineman that could be there. If those positions aren't looking as strong, but you have Joan Williams there. Yeah, um, Isaiah Johnson, who You're, he's just naming guys that have length. Those tall, oh, yeah. long that's, guys, that's, and, that, that's and that's and that's for. smart. The word coming out of Houston is that Isaiah Johnson hurt himself today. Huh? He did on his bench. He didn't bench at the combine. Bench oh, today. He said no. he's going to be okay, but we'll wait and see and get uh, a no, Brian. That's he, it'll push him down the board. Yeah. We'll get him in the fifth when he should go in the second. It's fine. <laughs> One of my favorites, Sean Bunting from yes. Central Michigan. Not a bad player. I, I'd love him at fifty-eight. Take him to Dang, heartbeat. Okay. Heartbeat. Man, I went. You got him way down your board. No, 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 no. I, I edited your write-ups for the magazine. I saw it. No, no, I no, no. Did you did you that one you did? I I did. No, no. Go ahead and tell me more. It's fine. No, I, I, I tell you what, my I wasn't I wasn't that negative on him. 
I get he was just he was on the he was at the end of the list. Yeah, maybe. but I mean that, that's what I'm saying though. He was towards the the bottom of the of the the guys. But I mean, I, Dane is not wrong about him. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit this one. He is not wrong about this kid. Where do you have him going back? I had him in the second round. The bottom of the second yeah. round is where I had him. Actually, so let me see what I have my my notes. I stand, I stand corrected. You sure that was my guy? Because I, mean, I had it's, him. It's fine. It's yeah. It's okay. I, I'm sorry. My notes here are like it's taking forever to get to my notes. Bunting's he's he's over six foot. He's 195 pounds. He's he's a cover and clobber type of guy, where he's going to get physical and press. He can shadow routes. He can run better routes than receivers can. Uh, and he's a former wide receiver himself. So. I'm a believer in Sean Bunting. I think he's going to be in that top 50 mix. If he's there at 58, no brainer. He's a guy that I, it, it, people had a hard time getting away from him. Is kind of what I saw. Yeah, he attaches yeah. himself to routes, and yeah, that's it. That's kind of where I was. I was thinking oh, I can't get my thing to work the right way, David. I'm sorry about that's this. Okay, don't worry about it. But yeah, I just remember him and, and, and a lot of the and, and they played they played some pretty good competition where he had some opportunity to play against some good guys. Yeah, and he wasn't Kentucky. Any, if I remember watching the Kentucky tape, right? Um, the uh, was it uh, Michigan State? Michigan State. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. He I have him in the bottom of the, of the bottom of the uh, second round for me. Fire up chips. Uh, all right, I feel guilty. We're not going to do tell me more today, so I'm going to read a couple of these off from some fans. Uh, John wants y'all to tell him more about Justin Hollins, the edge rusher out of Oregon. There we go. This is a this is a guy that that Rod Marinelli really likes. I really like him too. And he, yeah, yeah, Arlington Martin guy. Uh, yeah. Miles Garrett on one side, Justin Hollins on the other side. It's a pretty nice combo. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, he's he's more of a conversion guy. You know, he's that stand up edge rusher. Right. Where, that's what he did at Oregon, and so he would drop in space. He'd rush off the edge. Um, I I think he's a terrific player. I think he's a terrific athlete. Love his first step. Um, I, he's got some length to him. Um, six five two fifty. I'm a believer in Justin Hollins, and so if I can get him in the fourth round, yeah. Yeah, I, I I got I got tipped off again. One of the great things about working in this uh, this building is the the fact that you get to visit with people. And and I, again, Rod Marinelli came up to me. He says, "Hey, you seen this Hollins kid?" And I said, "I said no, I haven't, Coach." He says, "Please take a look at him for me." With six what six five two forty eight four 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 is what I had on the on the speed for him four five zero four five zero still good still good okay well that's with the speed I mean th- this guy is like you talk about some initial quickness off the snap I'm just looking at my notes again he gets up the field can extend the blocker uh, I can tell by the way he moves he's got some bend to him mm-hmm. so that's where you know even for a guy you think is a linebacker a potential linebacker already plays when you watch him play he's got that ability to, to, to like I say to bend 706 on a three cone yeah there you go and then you know he will take on blocks in the uh, on the edge hold his own I thought he stayed a nice job. So I, again, I use the word slippery through cracks and gaps. Plays with some intelligence is what I saw. Didn't get fooled on any of his assignments. I like the redirection skills of this kid too. Was something. So yeah, I, I'm. I'm. What I believe. Him? I put him in the. I put him in the third round. Okay, good. Is what I did. So yeah, absolutely. I uh, if you want if you want a guy that is uh, you watch him on tape as a linebacker. No, he he's got some Ed Rush ability to himself. So I'm all, I'm all for this guy. I hope I got this name right, and if I don't, I'm sorry. Uh, Aditya says uh, this is a great follow on Twitter. That's almost all I know about him. But uh, Eastern Michigan's Max Crosby, mm-hmm. tell me more. Six, You're getting in this this thing, huh? Six five two fifty five. Uh, really good athlete. He's he's very he's, he's an angular athlete you know he's a lot of arms and limbs and you know coming at you needs to he needs time in an nfl strength and conditioning program like he needs time to bulk up get stronger uh but he's a he's a local kid uh colleyville uh colleyville i believe right yeah colleyville so he's uh i know he's a guy that the cowboys are interested they're trying to get him to the dallas day mm. um so i i am on down i think he's gonna work out for the cowboys before the draft he's in, to me in that if the Cowboys want him, they probably have to take him in the third round because I don't think he's going to be around for him in the fourth. Yeah. He's, he's in that. I don't like that. Third, fourth <laughs> pass rush range, right, along yeah. with Justin Hollins, along with some of these other pass rushers. So I can't get him with one of my comp picks. I would so. take Hollins over him, by the way. You would? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, right. but, but Dane's right about the kid. Uh, outside the box thinking here from Marcus. Love that. Uh, we, I think... We're all fans on this program of Jalen Hurd. 
Yeah. Yes. The Baylor slot receiver. Matter of fact, he's on our cover of our magazine. He sure is. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Marcus says, could he possibly pull double duty here? Got a running back history at Tennessee, or is uh-huh. that just firmly behind him? I think it's behind him. I'd say it's behind him, too. I yeah. think so. I like run after catch, though. It's fun to think sure, about, yeah. After that, oh, yeah. He, he looks he, like a yeah. damn running back yeah. when he gets the ball. Absolutely. Gazelle out there. Yeah. Can he stay healthy? You know, we haven't seen him. He couldn't do the senior bowl, couldn't do the combine. Yeah. He's supposed to work out here. Hopefully, the testing numbers are what we expect, because he looks like a really good athlete on yeah. film. Sure does. So, and he's pretty natural. He That's a former running back. Pretty natural in the slot. Yep. He did a nice job for Baylor. He sure did. Would love to draft him at at receiver. Would Probably not so much at running back. Uh, Michael says, speaking of receiver, will the draft affect Alan Hearns? Uh, what do you see happening with him? Uh, there's, he's one of the most, well, okay, you asked the question. What, you're, you cover this football team full-time. Tell me about Alan Hearns. I think, I've said this a million times, I think the thing people have to remember with Alan Hearns is these are not these are not black and white like yeah. you know, strictly stats strictly right. ability like Alan Hearns right. uh, he's a he's a great dude with a great attitude and a great work ethic he I keep I keep billing him as the guy who's willing to do all the stuff that wide receivers don't like to do he's willing to block for you uh, he's willing to handle that type of stuff in a run first offense and he's not going to do it with complaining I think that goes a long way with coaches. I think he is a favorite of a lot of people in this building, and I think that counts for a lot. Having said that, uh, he is making a pretty hefty salary for a guy who you're talking about as like your fourth wide receiver. Um, so I'll be interested to see how that goes. I, I think Alan Hearns is going to be on this team in 2019, but if it falls to where the Cowboys are, are you know, if they draft a wide receiver, particularly if they draft one with a somewhat large pick, you know, if they draft a guy in the fourth round. Yeah, I think that could spell trouble for him. But yeah. uh, as of as of right now, I think I think he's beloved here. I think he's versatile. He can play in the slot. He can play outside. He can block. Uh, he's a good locker room guy. Right. So I lean toward thinking he'll be here. But uh, if they draft a wide receiver in rounds two through four, yeah, I think, five, yeah, then I think that's something to watch. Other for. than the top three, everybody's pretty much on notice, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you got. What you got, Coop? You got Gallup, and and you have Cobb, who yeah. are going to be here. And then after that, like you yeah. can't one hundred percent sell me on anybody, right? So I think that's something something to watch from the uh, Periscope, uh, Dane uh, D Cyber. I think I say that right. Which is deeper in this draft class: the safety, the cornerback, the linebacker, and also interior offensive line seems to be deeper than tackle. Is that's the question? Deeper of safety, cornerback, linebacker. You want to rank those one through three? If you can't corner safety linebacker. Okay. Probably be my guess. Okay. And then, and then is it the interior offensive line deeper than the tackles? You could make that argument. I think tackles clearly uh, better at the top in terms of being top, it's top heavy position. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's not a bad tackle group, but I think the guards, we might not have a first round guard this year, uh, but I do think that first round center, we could have two first round centers. centers, Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think I think I would say it's pretty even. I think tackle and guard is both pretty average in terms of overall depth. Uh, after you get past you know the first two rounds, uh, guys that you can find later on, like you know that guard, I really like uh, you know Dieter. If I can get him in the third yeah, or fourth, sure. Um, uh, my guy Drew Forbes from uh, Southern Eastern Missouri, mm. uh, non combine guy. I like him in the fourth or fifth. So I think the guard position does stretch a little bit if uh, if you don't get your guy early. Gotcha. Okay. Dave, I'm going to take this thing to break because unless you got a really good one there, and I know they're all good, but I'm going to I want to give time for me to try and um, trade around here a little bit. No offense to our remaining questions, but let's give ourselves some time. All right, let's give us some selves yeah. a time. I think people will be interested. Listen, thanks to everybody out there that sent in their question. Thanks to everybody on Periscope that fired a question at me as well. Uh, when we return, Brian's going to try and like, once again blow your mind. Take care. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a. Hi. Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Touchdown! 
Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. We're back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. Want to just kind of give you an idea as you see the uh, the copy, the cover in front of me right there uh, for our... Uh, we got it all covered yeah, with this star, thing. Yeah, we got our Miller Lite sponsors yeah. and we got our Star Magazine cover see, right there. I see running backs. I see tight ends. Yeah. I see safeties. I see receivers. I see... See Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to be yeah, here. We got it all covered for he's you. From, he's from Dallas. Though, yeah. So. so that, but that's our Star Magazine, the draft edition. We've added uh, more players to it, more in depth uh, as far as uh, uh, some of my evaluations of the players. Uh, so if you will, please check that out. We're going to be tweeting about that, talking about DallasCowboys.com. We'll have it up for you. That's due uh, next week. Uh, really, the, like the first week, we go to print tomorrow, and then they're telling me next week this thing will be up, and then we can start selling it. It's here, fellas. It's, it's, very, it's, it's very close. real deal draft season now. That's right. And then Dane Brugler has his Beast available. If you go to it's his – Yeah, the Beast is back. If you go to Dane's Twitter account, DP Brugler, all the information for the Beast is there for you. He'll probably pin it to where how you can order it yep. and get it. So make sure you check out. If you want the Beast – Go to Dane's Twitter We're, account. Working on it day and night to get it finished. So uh, hopefully here in the next week or so, if get you, it finished. Yeah, if you know anything about that, you've got to have that. But again, the Dallas Cowboys, we've got our Star Magazine edition coming out uh, likely next week. So make sure you check that out. Okay, as we speak, I'm looking at, okay, how do we feel about the way that the players were at 258? Do we feel good about the list of guys that were there uh, at, at that spot, did real, we feel like we were reaching for guys? Did real, we, real quick. I'm sorry. And I, so we didn't cover tight end. Can we just throw out? I mean, is there a is there a list there that we feel all right about? I don't really think they would draft the tight end at 58. Mm-hmm. But I mean, bringing in Jay Sternberger for 30 visits. Yeah, Sternberger's for 30 visits. 58 so. a little too rich or just right? Or is it a? Cl- it's the classic like if you you're want him, gonna, you got to yeah, get him. You're at not going to get him at 90. ninety. Nope, you're not going to get him at ninety. So okay, Sternberger. Uh, anybody else jump out at you? Not a tight end. I mean, yeah. at fifty-eight. Nah, no, okay. not really. So that's the one. Yeah, if, if like and again, we you know, Irv, Irv Smith. I mean, but I mean, that he's gone. Yeah. Okay, he's gone. Fans gone. Let me ask you this: of Irv Smith, of Irv Smith. Or one of those safeties that we were talking about, wrapping those. Who's got a better chance of getting close to enough to you to make a trade up? I'm not trading up for a tight end. Gross. 
just vomit everywhere. No. Okay, I'm just saying. Oh, oh, just give me the name. Give me a name. It, 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 give me a, it, who. Who is going to be uh, there the, of those second round guys we just talked? I'm only, and here I'm trying to trade back. I'm, I'm trying only, to have a segment of that. Sorry, we're getting derailed. I'd only. Yeah, I you would, derailed us. I would only do that for Noah Fant because I think he's he's a special combination of who gets close, Dane. That's tough. I don't know. I I would say probably Abram just because he's not a premier guy in coverage, you yeah. know, and so. You know, you can find run and hit safeties yeah. later in the draft. Okay. So I would say maybe it'd be Abram. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was Irv Smith either. Okay. But on the, I don't, any of those three falling out of the top 40, 45, no. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. All right, let's try and trade this thing back then. Yeah, now that now that we've covered. Well, now that you, now you've yeah. killed everybody's dream, Dave. I'm sorry. Dane. Dallas currently holds 258. There's three spots I want to get to here if I can. I'll go so, through these if you want to follow along. So if we're setting the hypothetical here. This is all hypothetical. We're picking at 58 and like, you know, think back to 2016, like at pick 56. Yeah. The last of the dudes we love is just gone. Yeah. I mean, it we evaporates in thin air. We can't. We get a, we get somebody trades. Somebody trades right. Or somebody takes a player right in front of us. Zach, like, I, Zach Allen goes pick 56. I, I named all those guys in front of you. Philadelphia at 53. They have a knack for doing that. Sure Philadelphia, do. Houston twice at 54-55. New England, no telling what they're going to do. Yeah. They're going to take Irv Smith right there, yeah. and everybody's going to flip out. Oh, no, he no, won't be. I know. Yeah. Noah Fant's going to fall him in the first round. Then, I know yeah, he is. And then Philadelphia, yeah, no, exactly. And then Philadelphia's right ahead of you at 57. Okay, so we're thinking about this. If we want to back out of there, if we can back out, there's a couple spots I'd like to land. Can I interest you in Kansas City at 261? Okay, now they've got a couple of spots here. 261 and 263 are spots there that I think that maybe you can get back. Okay, If you're following along at home, the two is the round, by the right. way. I assume, are... I assume you can put that together, but Brian forgets that I'm not sorry, everybody's I, a scout. I, I do that. My bad. When I do say the number, the first number so, is the round, the second number is the pick. Okay, 261 and 263 are currently owned by the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs don't hold a fourth-round pick. But they hold pick 393 and 5168. Okay? Would you be, knowing that they don't have a fourth? 392. Yes. They're 392. 392? Yeah. It's one, I mean, it's one pick in front. You were close. Wait, wait, hang on here. 392. I thought 392 is the Chargers. Am I one pick off? You're one all? pick off, yeah. yeah. On that one? Or Chiefs all are 92, the Chargers are 91, Jets are 93. Okay. Same difference. Okay. Well, then, okay. Talk to me about that, though. Talk to me about what's going on with, uh, with, the, with that in Kansas City. Are you interested in, in trading back? I actually, I love the plausibility of this because the Kansas City Chiefs don't have a pass rusher. You know, so, and so, what makes teams go up? It's usually like impact players, right? Okay. Right? So, D Ford's off to San Francisco, Justin Houston's off to Indy. You know, it's, it's a long shot. Well, maybe not a long shot, but okay. I don't know who's a guy they you know if if Anthony Nelson is sliding there or yeah. you know that seems like kind of a guy that they would look at, wouldn't they? Or a, th- so what, a three four guy that they like. What are they going to give up to go go trade up? Well, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get that third round pick from them again. The number on okay. that is three ninety three. Three ninety three. I'm sorry, three ninety two. You threw me yeah, off. Yeah, three ninety two. Three ninety two. Okay. So are is we, that plausible to think that a team is going to give up their third round? If pick? they don't have a fourth round pick and they're trying to get a player, you know, and, and they've got two, they've got two second round picks, right? They're going to move up three spots, give up a third for three spots. That seems awfully ambitious. It, it, I don't think it's ambitious again. Cause I say, because they don't have a fourth round pick. But that, Maybe they're wouldn't trying, that make them even less likely? Because no, they're like, they well, get, if we do this no. deal, we don't pick again until they've got two. They've got two second round picks. Yeah, and by the way, that extra second round pick is from the trade to the Rams, right? Uh, Marcus Peters trade. Marcus Peters trade, right? It seems hard for me to believe that they're going to give up a third round pick to okay. move to yeah. essentially move three spots. I, I tend to agree. Okay, then so Kansas City, you say, would probably not be a trading partner with you then, right? What? No, no, I didn't say that. They just would you be willing to do that deal for an extra fifth? Cowboys don't have a fifth right now, or do they not? They don't have a sixth, so you could get an extra fifth. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that not enough? I mean, we're I'm going to try and hold them for that three. I don't, not for three spots. I don't think it's happening. 
is moving is getting an extra fifth to move down three spots a worthwhile trade if you i mean you run the risk of losing a guy yeah if you feel good about who's there like if there's just a handful of guys that are kind of on the similar you know level for you like well you're just one of them will still be there when we pick exactly i mean and you just might not love anybody at that point which is certainly possible at 58 you might not love anybody that any of your options so is it is there enough depth in the draft to say okay we'll take a we'll take that fifth round pick See, I was trying to get, I was trying to get that third to kind Which, of get it where ours was the, at you, 91. You can't predict this stuff to a T because, again, everybody remembers the Cowboys only got a third to drop to 31. That was a blown. It was awful. That was a blown number. Which, they should have got a two out of that. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I, I would expect the Chiefs to be smarter than that, but you never know. Like, if the guy, you know, reminds me of uh, the Demarcus Lawrence thing. Like, if the yeah. last guy that they have identified as somebody who can come in and rush the passer – yeah, is sitting there. Maybe, exactly. Maybe they would give up a three, but you See, can't bank on that. No, no. I'm I'm just saying there's a possibility because I'm I'm going to Kansas City because they they've got two twos. I mean, and, and sometimes if you're there, you're thinking, well, we could just pick our guy here, and we could turn around and and pick another guy, you know, four five spots later. I think just as quality for moving up, maybe getting ahead of somebody here. I think you're being awfully ambitious with what you think they'd be willing to give okay. up. Okay, how about New England then? New England will be interesting because they have a just a. Dave, you have New England's numbers, and I'm now paranoid about the the sheet that I used yeah. here from Lee. Okay, uh, I have New England at 264. Am I yes. correct about you that? Are right they about also that. pick at 256, so they're going to pick a player at 56. Right, 256, yeah. 264, 373, 373, God, screw the Patriots, man. Okay, and 397, 3101. They pick freaking. Oh, they picked twice in the second and three times in the third. They're okay. the worst. Okay, so now New England. Okay, we interested in, yeah, in any of that? I'm interested in all sure. of their picks. Which which pick would you like to try and get from New England then if you're going back to 264? Which if, pick would you – I mean, I, you said it, 373, 397, 3101. I demand one of those third-round comp picks. They I, have, they have right. 97 and 101. I'm dropping what? What's that? I'm dropping six spots, five spots. I'd be comfortable getting getting 101 for that. Yeah. Okay, six spots for 101. And I'm saying we're not interested in trying once again for 73. No, I don't think that's realistic. Bill Belichick wouldn't do that. Okay. Do you think he would give up 101? I think that's more realistic. Yeah. They also have 134 because apparently yeah. they have every pick in this draft. That's right. They have 134. That's a fourth round pick. Is that worthwhile? See, I mean, I think I'm taking 101. If I mean, I'm well, taking 97 if I can get it. I think obviously you would prefer to have the third, but okay. So that's one. No, sorry. One, two, three, four, five. That's six spot. You're trading six spots. I think it's way more likely you get pick 134 out of that. I just in terms of like the value chart. Value I think, chart. Yeah. I think it's more likely you could get that pick. Yeah, but let me okay. Let's let me throw something at you. I, I'm Bill Belichick. I want to get up from 64 up to 58. So one, two, three, four, five, six spots. Right. What if I throw? I don't want to get my comp picks. Okay. Okay. But what I'm going to do? I'm going to offer you is I'm going to trade you. I'm going to give you 64 and uh, 373 for 58 and 90. So basically, you're swatching sw- sw- or swip- switching swapping spots. There you go. Spots. Yeah. In the second and third round, so you're moving back what six spots in the second round, right? But in the third round, you're, you're moving up, up like seven, fifteen. Yeah, seventeen, sixteen. Right. So, would you rather have? Basically, what I'm asking is, would you rather have fifty-eight and ninety or sixty-four and seventy-three? Hmm. You know what? Why do the Patriots want to do that? They want someone really bad at yeah. 58. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Give me, give me, yeah, give yeah. me, give me, give me player, give me a player. Sure, give me a player at 64 and 73. So Absolutely. Yeah, you might lose a player in the second round, but yeah. you might also get a better player in the third round. Uh, I'll that's, take, because yeah. 90, 90 just bums me out. Like, it's so far down there, and I just, this is just, this is by. But you were cheerleading for 101. I, I was, well, that's a straight swap. That's, I mean, no, right. that's, that's an additional pick. Yeah, right. you're not giving right. anything up. And, like, if you're doing a swap like this, I think it makes more sense. I just, like, fi- pick 50 to 75. I just feel like four pro bowlers get drafted in that range, like, every freaking year. I And that's just bias on my part. Like, that's my own yeah. head. But 
that's just the sweet spot. I feel like where I want to, I want picks in that range. So yeah, let's do it. I think I'm in on that too, Dane. I'd like to do that. I don't think it's realistic. I don't know. It, it just depends it's, if there's it, a player there that the Patriots would want. Yeah. I mean, you could surely offer it, though. Oh, it, of course. It, if, if there's a way to get their 73, that's what I was thinking. And, you know, but you, we were talking if it was just a straight trade, they wouldn't do that. Right. right. Would you move back to 64 and add pick to go back to my point? Just you're just you're moving back and you get pick 134. So now you pick at 64, 90, 134, 136. Oh, and 128. I'm sorry. So you would pick three times in the fourth round. All within a span of about 10 picks. It goes back to the, is there anybody, or who's there at 58? You know? I, yeah. No, no, this is all because, again, the this discussion we had, we tried to go through the names right. of the positions. What's your confidence level? And I don't, I'm not talking about the Cowboys. What is your confidence level that a player you love is going to be there? I'd say it's a coin flip, to be honest. It's not super high for me. No. I mean, I'd say it's a coin flip for me. Just like, cause okay, always, how much do you love draw. Polite? How much do you love Polite? I don't. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That, but that he he's a it's a first round talent right there. It's the yeah. same thing we talk about every year. It's a first round talent that's got issues. Aren't we kind of which? Are we over that? I meant to bring this in on the first segment. I thought it was really interesting. Stephen Jones didn't try to smoke screen at all. We talked to him at the owners' meetings, and he was straight up like, "Yeah, like defensive line. Like that's we're going to be focused on that." doesn't really in like that's even you know if they were to bring in a Robert Quinn or if they were to sign a defensive lineman sometime in the next month I don't think it would change I think they would still be looking at defensive line which to that point why are they in such dire straits yeah because a guy that they took a chance on who was a first round talent right is not able to consistently be on the field for them yeah so no I don't like that I don't like it at all is New England so far the best option because of the or the all the multiple picks they have? Yeah, New England's going to be the best trade off. So, well, we those know, guys are going to be bouncing around. Yeah, we know all Bill weekend. Belichick likes to move around. Okay, whether he'll move up, okay. he'll move down. He'll, so, and he's got the ammunition to do it. But we're we're okay as a team here going to sixty four if we have to. The, again, depending on who's there. Sure. But is it but is it worth it to make sure that we get an extra player at seventy three? Not well, not necessarily an extra player, but a better player. A better player. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if we if it's the best offer if if we get is one hundred one and we get an additional player, yeah, don't love it, but still, if I'm that means I would have three players in the top one hundred one picks, you know. I think a six again, you know, the the swapping deal is fun. I like. I mean, I would love that. Yeah. But I think it's way more realistic. They to think. do that though. New England's a team that does that, yeah, don't they? They, do. they trade. They, you see they those, kick them back a fifth, or they kick them back a six. Those trades are becoming more and more the norm, and I don't understand enough about it to get why. But I mean, uh, that was the the Saints trade that they did for Kamara. I'm pretty sure involved this, you know, a swap where they moved up in the third, right. but they gave, you know, yeah, yeah. That stuff happens more and more. It seems like. Okay, I'm in for that. I like that idea. Okay, here we go. Dave, talk to me about Arizona. They own three in my th- third round. We'd go to the third round. You just don't trust yourself at all. I don't all trust anymore, me. Do you? No, this this sixty five. They yeah, have sixty five. I got that right. First pick in the second. First pick in the third. Okay, sixty five. Uh, four one zero three. Yeah. See, I'm a. Those are the big ones. Okay. What's the fifth round pick there? One thirty nine. Right. Yeah. One thirty nine, and then the sixth round is one seventy four. Is that correct. right? You all are right, right. All right. All right. Let me ask you this: Would you be interested in going back to? Arizona at 365 to make sure that you potentially could have picks in the top of each one of the rounds. Tell people why you love picking at the top of each round so much. I just like it because I think there's a player that that you have maybe a round on their board. There may be a guy up there that you have a second round grade on, and all of a sudden you're in the third round and you grab that guy. If you have that, you're staying ahead of everybody. In this, in the, in the way of the, in like, so you're able to pick off guys that you might have those, like, if you're in the third round, oh, we got a second round grade on that guy. If I'm moving from 58 to 65, I need 103 to make that happen. Okay. Mm. And that's, and that's a, mm. that's a valuable pick. Because that, that's first, a huge pick. It's, it's the, the first, first pick day. on day three. Yeah. That's right. There so you get go. a whole, you get a whole night to have people calling you about it. Yeah. Exactly. And plus just going over in your mind, okay, who's, let's reset the board. Who's our best guy available. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, have some options so yeah. you know it's a yes it's pick 103 but it might have a little more value than that yeah but again we're moving we're moving out of the second round we're not yeah. gonna have a second round pick right 
So yeah, but it, I mean, you're right, but it's still only a difference of seven spots. And if I yeah. don't love any of my options at 58, that's fine with me. Agree. So okay, but if I'm uh, selling this to the Cardinals, I'm saying, yeah, I'm getting out of the second yeah. round. Okay, like, me, you got to give me something exactly. in return for right. my sacrifice. Rank it then. You feel like the the swap at New England would be our best bet. What the Dan, mm-hmm. Dane's proposed swap? Where you you send fifty eight and ninety, yeah, to uh, to uh, New England, New England, sixty four and seventy three. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like that. Okay, that's a big one on our board. Getting one hundred and three would be big on our board too to get out yeah. of that round. Yeah, am I right? We'd have a, a really, or, so we'd have a really. Uh, so we give it sixty-five and one hundred three. Yeah. So we'd have a really early pick in the third. Yeah. Really late pick in the third, and then really early pick in the fourth. And then we got two. We got two. We got a, our own pick and a right. compensatory fourth. So we have three shots in the fourth to do some damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One really early and two late. If you don't have a lot of picks, that might be the route to go. Yeah. I mean, picking up that picking up that one hundred and three could be huge. It could be, it could be. absolutely. I th- still think of everything we discussed. I think the most realistic trade is moving back to sixty four and grabbing New England's fourth. I think like that just one thirty four. Yeah. Okay. Realistic. Yeah. Not fun, but realistic. Yeah. I know you don't like that. Yeah, I like realistic to a point. Music tells us it's time to go. Gosh, the show goes so fast. I can just do this. Played off probably, the stage. Probably yeah. getting close to time for two shows a week, right, yeah, Brian? Getting close, yeah. Getting close to that. For my scouting buddies, Dane Burglar, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, I'm Brian Bros. Thanks again for joining us uh, for another edition of the Draft Show. We appreciate everybody out there. We got magazines uh, all coming out probably next week. Make sure you're checking out DP Burglar for his uh, The Beast. He'll give you all the information for that. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care.